Hello and welcome to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and this is the podcast where we talk about what's been going on on the front page of our Street Fighter. Before we get to the big news today, I know what you're asking. Who could possibly be the guest today on this very special episode as we talk about the big news? And today's very special guest is actually uh, the ASMR created by me lifting up this big pile of stretchy hands, stretchy sticky hands that my wife left on her desk before she left for London. Yeah, there was, you guys, it's these, like childish things. She bought these for work? If that helps, like she, she's a businesswoman and she bought, it's very, it's a work expenditure. You write these things off, of course. Uh, And I know what you're asking. Why would, why would Joe possibly be so weird on an episode that will likely get shared to a lot of people because of the the context of the show. It's because you want to get weird up front, folks. You want to get the weird stuff out right now to let people know whether or not they want to stick around or not for for the rest of the show. So if this is your first time joining us, thank you for joining us. Uh, Much appreciated. Thank you for listening. Uh, Hopefully you enjoy the information that will be uh, talked about here in, in just a moment. But uh, that's kind of how the show goes a little bit. So if like you can hit on sub if you want, that's that's up to you. You don't have to. Uh, but that's the kind of actually that's not it at all. I, I just saw a big pile of sticky hands, and I had I had to dip my hands in those. Of course I did. Uh, I mean it's a huge pile. This is only half of it. I only grabbed two handfuls, but there's like a giant box over there. I'm looking at it. It offends Brick, by the way. He hates the sticky hands. Whenever you slap him on the on the table or grab a, grab a paper from across the room, he is it is modern magic that he does not agree with. He uh he will he will bark at that and it will it will be bad. All right, uh, all right. So let's get on to the news. So what's been going on on our Street Fighter is, of course. So let me break this down a little bit because I feel like I have to explain this every. Six months, which is about the the cadence at which we drop these, but the our Street Fighter community has been running a kind of a poll, kind of a data collection, uh, a big amassment of information on what the Street Fighter Five community doesn't like or wants changed about the game, and this dates all the way back to February of 2016. So this has been going on for at least three years in like various forms, right? It's not always looked the same. I think the it, we've gotten to the point where it's really honed and changed to be like laser focused on the things that the community says that they want changed. Uh, but a lot of it uh, has been crossed off the list. Uh, there are things dating back from, again... Fucking what was like six months out? When was this game released? Was it released in February? Yeah. So whatever month is six months after February, like things were already getting crossed off the list for sure. Uh, things have continued to get crossed off the list for the last three years, and that brings us to today. Uh, this poll was, well, I should say at least the data collection for this was started back in. I was gonna say March, but that might be when. Yeah, no, March. This was like late, late March. Nah, it was like early March where we started collecting data. Some, a little bit in July as well, but that was that was for the last one. Uh, stuff like kind of carried over. But anyway, 
we started collecting data in March and it was just one or two posts that were like, Hey, uh, we're throwing out a lot of the old stuff. What do you guys want changed with street fighter five today? All that old stuff. We're kind of wiped here. It is. If you want to reference it, because there's some stuff that could very easily carry over. Uh, for example, the number one voted thing by the community over this whole time, six times in a row, uh, definitely challenging Jordan on his number of championships is the net code. People want the net code changed for the better in some way. It's been all, always been the top one. Uh, the way that this one is formatted, it's you'll see how we get into the details a little bit later. But what spe- we dig into that one specifically. But hold on to your like slow down. We got to talk about the process because we collect this data and then over. Uh, roughly two-ish, two and a half months time, we allow for voting on this. It was shared across pretty much all social media. Everyone saw it, uh, that wanted to vote. Everyone voted uh, to let their voice be heard. And we do it in that way. We open it up to not just our Street Fighter community. This is everybody. Uh, because we want, I mean, the more people you get involved, that's just more data. That's more data collection. And I know... In response to these polls, because we literally take all responses to where people might say, what the hell is this, this item on this list? Who thought that was an issue? You, this community is dumb for even listing this as an issue. And I say, I say it's actually important to have those things represented on these lists because that shows the breadth of of what people want out of their fighting game. Even if that representation is very small. I think showing a small representation is important because it it shows developers, which the people at Capcom who we're sending this to, hey guys, what's up? Uh, uh, see you at Evo at least, what's happening? If not before then. Uh, not at Combo Breaker, which is this next weekend, but that's, let me just date this real quick. Uh, won't be at that one, but have fun. Uh, anyway, it it shows them what people care about. And what maybe not to focus on. So maybe they had in their head, ooh, this is a good idea, uh, but it will cost X amount of money or X amount of development cost when we really should be focusing on this thing because this amount of people agree all agreed on this being the thing that people want. So that's how this list is formulated uh, based on people who vote. So if you see something in this list represented where you're like, this is bullshit, you guys are stupid... Uh, just one, don't be so mean, you know, just like chill, dude. You don't gotta, you don't gotta dunk on people's bad opinions. Let people's bad opinions stink. Let it, let it stink on its own merits. Okay. You don't have to add to the stink pile. Be a little bit fragrant, you know? Uh, anyway, so let's dig into it because this year things have been split up a little bit different. Uh, there were five different categories because, we felt from the the issues stated in the data collection polls is that it was too it was too wide a net, way too wide a net to just cast out there and say, "What do you guys want?" Because it things fit into little niches, right? So we have the user experience poll, 
that had all the user experience things that people wanted. There was the specifically the netcode poll that had, what do you want about netcode for this game? Uh, specifically, because there are a number of issues that cause different problems uh, in Street Fighter V. There was a game modes request poll uh, with a whole bunch of different things presented. Uh, or gameplay even, like, what do you want changed in the gameplay? Because some people were were very focused on that, which there were some actually surprising results in the gameplay poll, but we'll, we'll get there in a minute. And then there were things that didn't necessarily fall into any category, uh, any of the above, so that was just thrown into a miscellaneous category. And some of those were... Some of those were cultural about how people have opinions on how how Capcom runs as a company, but that'll be at the end. Let's get to the information. So, if you pull up into this uh, this thread, it's all listed in these big tables. There's percentage of votes and weighted percentage, and you think, wait a minute. How come the number of total votes adds up to more than the nine, the 1,971 people that took the poll? It's because in each it was select at least, I'm sorry, at most, you could select five for most of these. And it was, so it, if you do the math right, it's like nine, mm, fuck, I'm going to, I had the number in my head a while ago because I was doing math. I think it's like 9,855 or some shit if you multiply the the 1971 by 5. So that should be the total number, number of votes at the end. We've also accounted for uh, abstain votes because you didn't have to put five things that you cared about uh, that you wanted changed about this game. You could abstain from voting. So that's why... When you see when you go to something like the weighted percentage, right? Uh, and the weighted percentage is basically represents the total number of people out of the whole hundred percent who included that issue in their most wanted issues. So, uh, for example, uh, let's just look at the user experience poll. For example. Uh, you see the netcode being the number one issue. Just a, And it has like a whole bunch of things listed for the netcode, which is why it was included in its own category. But regardless, it got 1,611 votes. So 1,611 people said, this issue matters to me. Of the total 9,000 possible votes, you can't double vote for an issue. So it'll get that that 16.3 percentage of the total votes, but the weighted percentage of, you know, the number of people who included it in their issues was only, and I say only because I found this to be actually surprising, is only 81.7%. That's kind of... So let's just kind of kick, kick things off that way, but if you look at the list, netcode, granted, is the number one issue by far and away a, a pretty large margin. Uh... Only 81, almost 82% of the people, there's like almost a, a fifth of the people out there who play Street Fighter V, who took this poll, that were like, you know what, netcode's good. I, no issue with the netcode. And I don't know, to me that that is surprising. Uh, because you, the, so much so because almost the, like entirely the, 
the culture you hear around any social media, even our Street Fighter is guilty of this, is Street Fighter Five netcode's trash. Worst netcode ever. It's, it's terrible. Playing this game online is a bad experience. And that may be true for a, a great number of people who play the game, but for almost 20%, almost 20% of the community doesn't care about that. Interesting. I don't know. That's just a data point that I don't know if, I mean, you should act. If I was Capcom, I would act on that and think about that in the future development of this game and the future development of, of more games in the franchise uh, or any fighting game that they make uh, by that extent. But man, 20%, which, so I kind of have to reel back in my chair and think about this a little bit, right? Because I also have to think about the arcade cabinets, right? Uh, Street Fighter V has, and I was going to say arcade edition, but I actually mean hard physical cabinets that you can go to in arcades. The U.S. is getting some, in fact. Uh, I think they're turning on this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe roll out over the next week or so. I'm not sure exactly on that. That news wasn't posted to our Street Fighter today, unfortunately. But I know that they're here. But what you should know about those cabinets, and if you listened to the episode a couple weeks ago uh, with Long Island Joe, we talk about our experience with the Street Fighter V cabinet. And to me, uh, and... To, to Joe, other Joe, Long Island Joe, uh, the the netcode felt good on those cabinets. I mean, it's we, we talk about the specifics of why that might be. I mean, the internet's pretty blazing in Japan. It's, it's pretty damn good. Um, and even though those cabinets only talk to each other over the internet, I... I mean, it felt pretty good, so I, I guess it would make sense for in places where there is very good internet infrastructure, uh, which is not all of the U.S., not all of Europe, not all of any major location where people are playing. Um, just in, in general, like you can't guarantee a a solid like big send some big fucking ass packets of information across the board. You can't do that everywhere, uh, but. In places where you can, I guess it feels good, and that might make that might account for the twenty percent, but that could also account for the people who don't play online. Uh, that's that is a percentage of people who play Street Fighter. So, it is what it is. Uh, still number one with a bullet net code. You got you got another ring. You're the champion again. Congratulations. Way to go. Um, uh, I don't know. Muscle bar fully open. Hey, right. Thank you, Zangief. Uh, all right, so that's number one. Number two is, I think this one was also, uh, we're, we're really going to go to go over the, the top three for each category. I should also break that down because you should also look at this list yourself just to kind of see a breakdown. Uh, we're only going to go over the, the top three uh, for brevity's sake and for, for my own sake. So I'm not talking into a microphone for an hour and a half by myself with my dog looking at me like I'm a crazy person. So let's continue. The fight money grind. Uh, people want new opportunities to earn fight money. And that was voted at a weighted percentage of 47 people. 47% of the people who took this poll said that mattered to them the most. So that's almost 50%. Uh, and if you think about this, this is something that I've actually thought about for a while. Because over the years, the fight money 
the ability to earn fight money has slowly dwindled away. This one wasn't really on early polls of this game, uh, but you see it more and more. You've, it has slowly climbed the list. It's number two this time around because pretty much, like almost every way that you used to be able to earn fight money uh, has been taken away. And people have responded negatively to that. But the way I see it, I think there's a part of this to me that makes sense. Where specifically because they they dwindled people's ability, they kept cutting down people's ability over time, I think, well, when you buy the game out right now, I don't even, like, do they even... I mean, I know that they do offer the vanilla version in places where it's like a GameStop trying to trick you into buying that game, uh, not at a discounted price, like an extremely discounted price, but, like, I know they say, like, you could probably get... I don't know this for a fact. I haven't looked at the numbers because I, because I haven't had to put money into this game for three years. Uh, you could probably get AE for... I'm just going to throw out 40 bucks at this point, at the, at the recording of this video and audio podcast. Most people just listen to the podcast. Uh, let's say you can get it for 40 bucks, but that will include season one and two. There, there's a lot more characters there. So there's a lot, the way to gain fight money in this version of the game, this final iteration is through, you know, you could do it and it's just gaining experience. So like doing the demonstrations, doing the challenges, which there are a lot more challenges now, so you can gain a lot more experience, gain more levels for that character and earn fight money that way. I don't know if someone's done a full breakdown of, like, a current breakdown. I know that there's been versions of this over time, but a current breakdown of the fight money grind, what that actually looks like, and what you can easily do, uh, because it's, it's pretty easy, at least in my opinion, to at least burn through the demonstrations, the challenges, the like easy survival, story mode. All that stuff gets you a bunch of fight money, which you could use to at least buy... I don't know if you can buy like the five of the... the of the latest season characters after the the stuff you have with AE, but it'll get you somewhere, and then you can earn fight money with those characters. So in in my in my mind, that role makes sense to this point, where if you could still earn that same amount of fight money that you could in the original vanilla version of the game, but extrapolate that out to what we have now, where the the cast of characters has like doubled, then you would have fight money out the wazoo. You'd have way too much fight money. I wouldn't know what to do with all this fight money. But that's, I don't know. Maybe that's my positive outlook on the whole issue, or at least the the understanding of why that might be. Uh, but I understand, though. For a new player to come to the game, you just, you, you put the disc in the drive, or you download it, and you go, well, I have, there's... How do, how do I even earn fight money? I don't even know. Uh, they might not even be able to do all the challenges, so it's you know, they can't actually earn fight money that way. Maybe easy and hard survival is really difficult for them. I don't know. That grind probably would take a lot longer for an unskilled player or a brand new player. So maybe there, there's, there's, there's merit to that. I don't know, but something to think about. Uh, issue number three. Number three with a bullet. 
Wi-Fi indicator. You would think, you would think that after all this time, now, I don't know if Wi-Fi indicator has been on this list over the last three years. I know that it has appeared sometimes. I don't know if it has been on every list. But this seems like something that... Now, again, I'm not a developer, so I don't know. I don't know the facts of the matter. Specifically the way that Street Fighter V is coded over over the network, since it's cross-compatible. I don't know if the way that they have coded the game or how it contacts with servers, if they'd be able to tell if it's Wi-Fi. I don't know. I'm an idiot. I don't know if this would be easy or not. But I know that other modern games can do this. Other modern fighting games can do this. Where they have they show you on, you know, fight request. Uh, do you want to fight this person? Also, by the way, they're on Wi-Fi. And then you can hit no. Or yes, if you know you want to roll the dice. Because some, some people are okay with that. I don't know. It, it, this is one of those things where across the FGC, you see people meme about this all the time. So again, this kind of makes sense that it's at the top. Uh, there was 43% of the people who voted said that this issue mattered to them the most. Um, so that's a lot of people. Again, almost edging on 50% here. Uh, but I, I also think, but I'm, I'm sympathetic towards this issue. Uh, I get it. Ethernet cables are cheap. Head over to Mono Price. You can get a $100 Cat 6 for, I don't know, like less than 20 bucks. I bet. Uh, not a lot of money to, to find that router and string something along. But... What if you're on campus Wi-Fi and your campus doesn't offer Ethernet? There's no Ethernet ports where you're where you are on campus. I don't know. I was a college kid once. I had the ability to plug into an Ethernet, but what if I didn't? What if I was on a campus that didn't think about that or didn't care about that? Then I would have no access to that. So. That's And if I want to play fighting games online, maybe I want to roll the dice and maybe just trust in campus internet. I don't know. But I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying I understand. I'm sympathetic. But at the same time, what if you gave us that little indicator to to maybe not not match up with that wife, person from Wi-Fi University? Maybe not. Uh, that would be beneficial. Uh, so I don't know. Again, don't know if that's easy to patch into the game, but regardless... That is the number, the top three issues. Uh, also included in this list, let's just run it down for, I guess, uh, just so that it's listed here. Uh, number four, the rage quit system. Uh, number five, separate LP per character, which is actually something they're doing in the arcade version of the, the hard arcade version of the game talked about earlier in the show. Uh, region select, number six. Uh, down to number seven, improving loading time. Uh, eight, battle lounge stations, allowing for multiple matches to occur simultaneously when you're in the battle lounge. Uh, now what? Nine? I have lost my place because I didn't number these. God damn So number nine. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm going to lose my place all the time if I keep going on these tangents. Number nine, V-trigger selection in ranked. Uh, if you want to change V-Trigger in between ranks or per whatever character, because, you know, sometimes V-Trigger selection matters. It certainly does for Zangief, so I can I can understand this. Number 10, ranked character select. Just go to character select in ranked. Maybe don't have it just by 
don't saw it out by don't have you commit to a character when you are searching for ranked number 11 training mode recording options the ability to record moves and combos on block or on wake up instead of just the one button press because as it is you can just basically only perform one action it gives you like 0.3 seconds to do an action and like that's it uh number 12 infinite rematch allow to continue like stop being limited to three and ranked number 13 uh, in-game communication people want peer-to-peer in-game communication they want to trash talk right now they don't want to send you a, a steam invite to a, a <laughs> that has their insult in it no they want to insult you now or you know maybe be nice and and run more sets or or some way to contact people that isn't outside of the game because that's what challenge is for at least in fighting games um number 14 i think uh extra battle fights uh allow the first time for free people don't like spending that scratch up front they want to get that first hit for free lose and then play again this one this one's weird to me because you can just pick Rashid and Eagle Spike, you guys. If you don't know the secret tech, you don't know the secret tech? Do Rashid. Do that Eagle Spike. Full screen. Who cares? Uh, number 15. Uh, demonstration inputs. Show the key inputs in for the trial combo demonstrations. Uh, so as the, the character is doing it, show the input display as they're doing it so people can see the timing. Uh, people want to know the timing. They want to see it. I think MK11 does a good job of this, where it has like the timer on, you know, how late you you are on the link, or the cancel. Uh, anyway, that's just like one option. But at the very at the bare minimum, just show us what you got. You wouldn't have to add any more assets to the game. You just have to code it in. Which again, not a coder. Don't understand how hard that is. But anyway, number sixteen. The option to purchase the colors 11 through 15. People want those colors. Want options. Uh, number 17. I feel like I'm getting all buck wild with these numbers. I feel like I'm skipping around. But 17. Battle Lounge Invite System. Allow for invites during spectator mode. Because otherwise you're locked in. Uh, 18. Uh, oh, fuck. Did I mess up these numbers? No, I didn't. I'm good. Uh, number 18 was just write-ins. Uh, and what write-ins stands for is like, there was a there was an option here that was, if you had any issue that wasn't listed, write it in. Uh, and I, I'm okay with this one being high here. It's that there were 91 write-ins. A lot of the, the write-ins were issues that are later represented in other polls. I didn't throw those numbers into those polls because otherwise that would throw off the the weighted percentage data. But understand that the pe- for the people who wrote in, there were very few that were unique to uh, to this poll in general. So that's why I feel just showing, hey, the write-ins. There were some some people who had some some words to share at, at around like five percent of the people had something to say. Granted. Some people were saying some bullshit in in the write-ins. One, the one standout in the write-in for this section, I would say, would be the Linux version. People want that. There's there is one person out there, singular person, who remembered. Hey, how about that Linux? Give me that Linux version. 
I sympathize. I understand. Because that was something that was represented on this list for years, but no one no one, no one, one pitched it during the data collection. But this person wrote in. They weren't going to miss it. All right, number 19 was training mode speed adjustment. They want to be able to slow down or speed up the game. Okay. If you want to... That one... Yeah, you know what? People want that. So that's just what it is. Uh, number 20. Uh, display the drop rate percentage for the loot boxes, which I feel bad about writing it down as loot boxes because that's disingenuous to what fighting chance really is. I don't feel like it really is a loot box per se. You can't actually spend real human dollars on it. It's weird. There is an episode where we talk about that. Search the feed for the loot box issue. That's or the fighting chance thing. That's whole thing. Because I have other, I have whole, I have whole problems with the loot boxes that do not pertain to it being like the predatory loot box that you, know, you might see in other games or that Congress is trying to ban right now. Uh, Twenty one, battle lounge player listings alphabetically list those names, please. Capcom, <laughs> there were there were all only almost almost two percent of people included this. Uh, if I voted, which I don't, I abstain from voting. I don't vote for any of this. I don't try and sway it whatsoever as a, a mod of our street fighter. I don't, but only two people to our 2%, uh, 37 people included that when I get it, I've got a long list for my favorites list. Cause you run the tournament. You just, there's a bunch of names and the way that it's listed is questionable at the very least. Uh, and then 37% just said other, but didn't list anything. So they just had other issues, didn't care to list it. Uh, the only thing to, last thing to cover in this is abstained votes was 781 votes were unaccounted for. So of the, of the 1,971 people who took this, of the five votes they were given, 781 were not used. So, I want to put this one up front too, to have that, have that, you know, that, that seven point, give that like 8% of the, of the total votes, like 8% of the total votes not accounted for. And just have that be maybe like the, your poll of like, here's your, your true North, right? Like, cause this was the most general of like user experience issues. Like this is where the most votes get cast. Like, so when you see that 781 abstain, like people just, you know, didn't have, didn't take as many issues. So you'll have that people may like the game more than others. It makes sense that people wouldn't take issue with all of the 20 or so listed issues or at least five of them. They might only have four. They might only have one issue is in some cases. Linux guy only voted for Linux. That's the only thing he cared about. So his four other votes they didn't weren't accounted for here. So just have that in the back of your mind as we go on to the next couple sections. And we'll bring up that difference because I think that it illuminates some things, at least to me. But maybe I'm just like too into the data, but we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Okay, next topic. On to the next poll, the netcode poll. Now for this one, in the netcode poll... Uh, people only had two votes, only two, uh, because specifically with this issue, 
it was it's already abstracted from the main issues of the user experience so it's like you already said that you want that let's there aren't a ton of issues here so let's only limit it to like what what do you really want what do you really want to see in this fighting game what do you want changed about your fighting games okay tell me tell me specifically uh, because I think that that can, uh, it wasn't like five because you would see five issues or a majority of five issues here listed at the top and it wouldn't matter. So what people really want, number one, they have issues with the one-sided rollback due to connection issues. So Street Fighter Five, if you have connection issues with someone, the way that it works is, is kind of nutty. Sometimes it'll like introduce like false lag uh, it's it'll it's not good for both players at that point, and at some point when the rollback gets a little too hard, it's it, it gets real harsh and pretty unplayable, especially with some of the the normals that people are working with. It can get a little little guessy, little 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 jittery, and that's what people don't want. That what one sided rollback, they just don't want it, and I get it. That's a it's a big issue, uh, and for that it that was. 78.8% of the people said that they they want that changed. That was 1,035 votes out of the however many. Uh, the next issue, number two, somewhat related to that. I'm going to be the most the most generous read of this as to why this could possibly be the number two is the most generous is that they want People want good rollback implemented in their fighting games. I get it. That is the most generous reading because number two is people want proper GGPO rollback netcode. Okay, I get it. GGPO is kind of a buzzword, right? It's onomatopoeia. People want to hear that buzz. They want to hear that GGPO. They want to hear it. They want to hear it when people talk about their fighting games, but no, people don't want to talk about with GGPO and what I actually find is very difficult to talk about. I spent a lot of time today in, in the background when I work just having multiple talks on GGPO be on in the background. So I can be like, now wait a second, like listening to like GDC conferences being like, Oh, huh. Is that how that works? Interesting. Just trying to figure out, well, why exactly isn't, GGPO because if I'm a if I'm someone who just sees people talk yelling yelling shit on Twitter and seeing people blow the horn for G it's the best netcode there is for fighting games which you know if you play on Fightcade Fightcade netcode super good it's very good there's a lot of 2D games in in Fightcade that use GGPO rollback netcode that play very well consistent today uh, and you might say, hey, that's like a small number of people working on that. Why can't we have big games, biggest games there are, AAA fighting games, have this good netcode? Capcom owns a GGPO license. Why don't they use it? I'm pulling my hair out. Now, what I know, uh, what I learned about GGPO is that it, it is not the same whenever you try to apply GGPO to 3D fighting games, it works great for 2D because you're basically pulling from a selection of sprites per, per frame 
and you pull all that shit out and you go, okay, we actually need to go back two frames. Uh, cause this is where he is in, in his animation. He's this frame of that animation. We can show that frame. We can just jump right to it. That's how that works. Very easy to implement in, in 2d fighters or in games where there's keyframes. Like, what are keyframes? That's like when you're locked into a position, uh, regardless of where you were on screen, whatever's happening, it is here's like a rigid body, boom, you're always gonna, you're, everything on your character model will always hit that same, same spot. Mar- Marvel versus Capcom Infinite uh, has, has that. They hit those keyframes on like grabs or whatever, on, you know, in the after game, you know, whatever happens, like the wind state, the wind quote, whatever page that goes to pay, I'm like whatever scene, sorry, I'm losing my language. Can't even talk about this shit. It is easier to code in GGPO like net code for things like that. But whenever you have things like physics, in the Unreal Engine, whenever you have things like ray tracing, whenever you have particle effects, all of that stuff, what I've seen, or what I've heard developers talk about, is like extremely hard to implement with rollback netcode. It is like, not that it is hard, you could do it, but the the buffer that you would need to, to code into your game, you would need to hard code like input latency to account for the like the game drawer thinking of these physics every frame right and again i do want to hey if you are someone who knows a lot about rollback netcode and can speak very intelligently on this please reply to this this podcast in in whatever uh, form you can or want to i'll probably even talk about it on the next uh, podcast just to you know get get the truth out there let's say uh but I am, I am not a dev. I do, I don't know anything about it. this. Is just me doing my research, trying to look into why. So again, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But this is the best explanations that I saw that a lot of people seem to agree on. So this is what I'm saying. So when you look at Street Fighter Five, right? Here's like the thing that like totally made sense to me today. Thinking about all this stuff, grand scheme wise, because you think about the big meme, the eight frames, lol, eight frames, right? Eight frames of lag, Street Fighter Five. And then I start thinking, well, if they're doing rollback netcode, they might have needed that full eight frames to do all their physics calculations or particle effects to know where those are on screen at any given time. They might have needed those whole eight frames to think about, well, what if we need to jump back like eight frames? Just the way that input latency you would have to like hard code into your game to make sure that your rollback netcode is an absolute garbage. Think about it. It could have been way worse. <laughs> the more I think about this, like, but over time they've optimized the game more and they've reduced that, that input latency. They might have, you know, they, they have probably done a lot more behind the scenes just in the way that the game is rendered and the way the backgrounds are rendered and the way that physics plays out or is calculated. There's probably a fuck ton of optimization that happened over the last three years to get us down to the roughly 4.41 frames of input lag that we have now that would allow for like 
pretty decent rollback neck code. It's not the best. People don't like it. Still, it could obviously get better because of the number two issue, number one and two issue, basically. Uh, but that kind of gives a my uneducated ass explanation of why GGPO is not necessarily a one-to-one fit for 3D fighting games versus 2D fighting games that people are used to seeing GGPO implemented in. I'll get off my soapbox now. That's that's all I have to say about that. Uh, but I will say, all of that rollback stuff, throwing that into one, uh, roughly accounts for 46% of the votes. Were something in relation to wanting better rollback netcode? Because a lot of people don't like the rollback issues that they have in Street Fighter V. I get it. It feels bad. Especially when one person only has a rollback. Then it's like, well, this... Uh, you gotta find that that middle ground between the two of you. But anyway, number three, people want to make ping visible instead of the simplistic one to five bar connection indicator. This I think would be very helpful, especially if you'd see like an active ping on on the person that you're that you're gonna play against, right? Because you think about Street Fighter Five when there's lag spikes. Black spikes totally affect this game in an extremely negative way, which has been covered by. Uh, the episode where we had uh, Weed on the show a long time ago, and you can read up all he has to say about that. Uh, also, he's a good follow on Twitter. Just go ahead and do that. It's W-Y-D-D. Uh, anyway, lots of information exists on, on all of that, but if you could see, oh, they're, they're at 20 ping right now. It's pretty good. And then it just like jumps to 100 out of nowhere. You go, oh, okay. But then right back down to 20, I might say no to that connection because I know that lag spikes at any given moment can cause entire rounds to be fucked up. It just can happen that way. So it would be actually very helpful to instead of have this really rough five, five bar green connection, you're good to go. Instead, just see, no, it's, it's riding at 18 right now. It's riding at 50 right now, but it's a stable 50. You go, okay, all right, I'll probably, I'll probably play okay. All right. All right, so let me kind of burn through the rest of these. Number four, artificial lag due to lag spikes. If you don't know what that is, read up on what we'd had to say about that. Uh, number five, reduce input lag. And it's currently at about 4.41 on PlayStation consoles, which we'll just go with as the standard because that's what they use for the CPT. Uh, number six, lag caused by mashing inputs. Again, this is kind of something that reading about... <laughs> how uh, rollback netcode works for fighting games, uh, especially 3D ones. That, that kind of makes sense. The way, like, how unoptimized Street Fighter V is versus, like, when you mash inputs, it causes lag for your opponent. Like, it's weird, like, how all this stuff kind of, like, piled on. I went, ah, I get it. I'm, I'm sympathetic now. Uh, I would still like it to be better. And so would the... Like one thousand, I was trying to do the math, yeah, trying to add up all of the the people who were talking about rollback. But a lot of people said that they won. All right, next up, synchronization issues in battle lounge or otherwise. People don't like the desync; can get weird sometimes. There were thirty three write-ins, which some people just some people got weird with the write-ins here. It was very strange. But thirty three people wrote in uh, against a lot of this stuff represented in this thread. Otherwise. And then 226 abstain. So less people abstain from this issue because a lot of people had big issues with the netcode. Makes sense. 
only 6.7% of the votes were not issued in this poll. All right, next up, game mode requests. This is where things got weird, right? Because if you look at Street Fighter V today, you go, okay, there's there's actually a lot more now than there was in vanilla Street Fighter V. A lot of people don't like to admit that if you look online, even if you look on our Street Fighter, there's supposed to be in like garbage game, nothing to do. Where it's like, hmm, actually, there might there not might be that great number of things to do. There might not be that very fun, but there's still a lot of stuff to do. Anyway, number one. And with this one, guys, I can't, you cannot make this shit up. I lost my, I was started laughing out loud at work and people were looking at me like, what's this fucking guy? He must be listening to a funny podcast. No, no, that wasn't the issue. 1,337 number of votes. An elite number of gamers said that they want a hitbox hurtbox viewer in their fighting game. It it can't be more perfect than that. I don't even have anything to say about that. Elite, only elite gamers want hitboxes in their fighting games. If you ain't elite, hey, if you don't want a hitbox viewer in your game, you ain't elite. Clearly, and saying that internet speech out loud, I understand. Makes is not good. It it's that is poisonous audio to hear someone speak internet memes out loud into an actual microphone for you to hear with your ears. No, that's audio poison, but no, 1,337 gamers decide that they want hitboxes in their fighting game. That's that still puts a smile on my, that is legitimately funny to me. And that ends up being, uh, 67.8% 67.8% of the of the total people who voted said that they want hitboxes in their fighting games. Number two, online training mode. This is something that was implemented in the final edition of Street Fighter 4. Ultra Street Fighter 4 had an online training mode. People thought for sure Street Fighter 5 would have one. It doesn't. You gotta go into Battle Lounge. You gotta keep readying up. Gotta hit it, but... That's that's kind of a weird thing that it still isn't in this game, but even so, that was 1,108 people voted, or I should say there were 1,108 votes, which ended up being about 56% of the players out there want an online training mode. I get it. Uh, number three, people want a robust tutorial mode. There's other fighting games out there. Uh, Eunice, Guilty Gear, Skullgirls. Mortal Kombat 11, I think, has a good training mode um, that have very good progressive tutorials that teach you, like, the language, how to, like, how to meaty, all this, why you would want to do something, why you wouldn't want to do something. Uh, good tutorials out there in, in fighting games, and people want that in Street Fighter V, which a lot of new players have learned Street Fighter V, or learned fighting games through Street Fighter V. It's a extremely approachable fighting game in my opinion but at the same time at the same time extremely like not approachable (laughs) it's really hard to approach for new players uh because of like it like maybe you can just jump in and get wins until you hit platinum diamond even fuck you don't have this might be a negative opinion or a presumptuous opinion, but like getting to platinum or diamond, you don't necessarily need to know a whole lot about fighting games. You don't, you're not forced to learn them, but 
people want people I want people to learn fighting games. So it makes sense. The tutorial mode, forty seven percent of people had that listed very highly. Um, all right, let's run down the list now after this top three. Uh, people want a character preview. They want to see what characters are like before they purchase them with fight money or spend real money on them because you can't even access the the character demonstrations. You can't access them in training mode. You have to buy them if you want to lab against them. Uh, people want a, combo, a training mode combo trainer, uh, something that shows you the timing. Again, this is represented otherwhere, uh, other places, but made sense to have uh, represented here as well because it is like a game mode. People want a color edit mode. Good luck. Uh, people want single player options, which is like more game mode. And this is like more exit on top of story mode, variations on story mode. Okay. All right. I get it. People want more single player options. And that was roughly 28% of people said that people also want to replay to training mode. So what this means is like, you know how you can watch your replays and it saves all the inputs. You can go frame by frame. What if you could put, you know, that state just, Hey, pause it, pause your replay at this moment where you're about to get mixed, load that moment in training mode. Now you learn which way to block smart. Uh, and then people want online team battle mode. You know how this game has a team battle mode. You guys remember that it has it. The game has that. Not online, though, where it might matter. Uh, people want CPU versus CPU. I actually didn't realize this wasn't in the game until this time around where someone was like, hey, I just want to watch CPU play because the game doesn't have that. And there were 42 write-ins. And again, a lot of this stuff was represented otherwhere in this thread. The one thing that I think is kind of outstanding here uh, votes abstained. Uh, 1,699 people abstained from voting. So there's kind of a lot of people out there who are like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good with content. That, that worked out to be roughly 80. Uh, no, the, I, you can't go to the weighted percentage for abstained votes, but 17% of the total votes were like, nah, we're good. I abstain. All right, on to the next one. Gameplay. This one was a little bit more across the board. There's, there's a lot more, there's a lot more wide of a spread here. And I think that makes sense when you talk about gameplay design and balance, balancing gameplay, because you can be, my opinions on fighting games are much different from a lot of other people's opinions on fighting games. And I am happy to be disagreeable with people. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Uh, for example, I think I think fighting games are better when they're not balanced. I think unbalanced makes good fighting games. But I know that's a minority opinion. But I don't know. It's interesting to see how that is represented in a list like this. But let's go down the top three and talk about those for a minute. People want more defensive options. Number one, that's... 1,264 votes or 64%, 64.1% of people said, I want more defensive, defensive options. People hate to block. That is the fucking truth that I will stand on that. Well, people hate it. You hate, just admit it. You hate blocking. 
No one likes to block, especially blocking in this game whenever it, you know, you're just riding that edge and a tick throw could come at any moment. And, oh, it looks like you're going to tick throw. Oh, you got blown up with a throw bait. Now 50% of your health is gone. Ah, dangus. Well, they want more options to escape. At least they say that. And that's the 64%. Because no one likes to block. Blocking, it, one, it's hard. Two, you're not pressing buttons when you're blocking. So who the fuck wants to do that? Nobody. More defensive options, please. Uh, number two, buffs for low-tier characters. So I see that there's, uh, there's a lot of Falks or Vegas voting in this thread. Very interesting. A lot of Ed Mains showing up to the party. Uh, but if you look at the, the weighted percentage, that's roughly, that's only 0.2% off. There's only a difference of four votes from the number one to number two position. So it's this is a tight race. People want their low-tier characters buff. Buff the bad characters. Make Alex great. Alex is a fun character wa- to watch. Make him better. Give him Oki off his Pawabamba. I want to see that, please. But, hey, I mean, that's like 12% of the, 12.8% of the, the total votes go into that. It's, it's a very close race. But I get it. Those are the those are the two standouts. Let's say. Now, when you drop down to, to number three, it gets a little little more spread out after number three, where people want improved hitboxes on intended anti-air normals. Uh, this one makes a lot of sense, I think, because in this game, jumping in, jumping in is very rewarding. If you get a raw jump in or a counter hit jump in versus your opponent and you get to do whatever combo you want because it's easy to confirm off a jump in, if you get that raw jump in, you deal whatever damage you want and then you get options afterwards, they're probably one touch away from stun. You've de- you've just dealt a, a game-changing amount of damage with one jump in. Now... As the defending opponent, you see your opponent go air go airborne. You're thinking, "Oh dang! Well, I gotta hit the right button here. Well, if I if I hit a fierce, it, well, there, there's slow startup on a fierce, so maybe I gotta go with a with a light option. Maybe jump back jab. Uh, uh, let's go with that. And then you get like a jab anti air. I'm Zangief. I just get a jab anti air. So I'm not gonna lariat because lariat has a lot of startup. I don't trust myself at this point. Or you're over top of my head. You're Chun Li jumping in at me. I'm not using the lariat. Get out of town. In some instances I am, but some other times not. Uh, no. People want to be rewarded for knowing that they can anti-air and, and getting that that correct normal out there. Have a good a good ass hitbox on that crouching fierce. Let me have it. Hit them with it. I want to get that anti-air. I don't want to get stuffed. I want to knock them out of the air and be rewarded for it. I don't want to knock them out of the air, and then two seconds later they get the jump in, and and I'm dead, basically. It's, it's tough. All right, that was number three. And kind of down the board, there's a lot of... Uh, people were very agreeable, I would say, for, for the most part here. Uh, you have improved V-reversals. Down the list, you have increased range on normals and increased time extended of the extended hurt box. That was like Abigail Stan Fierce in the previous version of the game where that shit, the heart box just disappeared. Uh, people want to improve the crush counter system. Uh, 
also sound cues for counter hits that are not crush counter. I actually think that one's pretty important because I actually know there's a lot of blind players who play this game. Uh, that's not that makes it more accessible. And right now, there's no the sound for a counter hit is no different from when you regular hit. Maybe just ching it up a little bit, you know, get, get you know, like blades clashing counter hit kind of thing, you know, just a little sharper on the ear, let's say. Uh, maybe that could be a, an indicator because crush counter is like big bang, big clash, big like crashing of symbols, big, big changalanga. But no, not for regular counter hits. All right, down the list air to air recovery advantage adjusted. Uh, yeah, if you go air to air with your opponent, it, you're not guaranteed to have the advantage. Uh, even if you hit him like mid air, you might lose the advantage. Uh, down the list decreased frame advantage on sweep, canceled into V trigger. That one, there are some characters out there who can get some abuse off of that one. Big abuse. Uh, option to turn off negative edge. This one was interesting. This one got a lot of votes, actually. Uh, I mean, in comparison to the other ones, it hangs with all the rest, basically. All of the, the things that were listed here. This is the, the lowest voted th- without counting write-ins or other, which is effectively nothing. Without counting those... I mean, it's it's not that far off. 333 votes versus, I mean, you look at number, in, like, improved crush counter, it was like 582. It's not that far off, right? So, like, this one hangs, you know, with the rest. Uh, which is interesting to me because, I don't know, Negative Edge has just been in fighting games forever. It's just been there. Can you even take it off? I actually, I'm not a developer. I don't know if you can take it off. I don't know what the implications are of that. But anyway, the thing here that I found extremely interesting, even even that people were pretty dispersed with their voting here, it's pretty much like a, a shotgun almost. Like even so, even though there was a pretty much a, a big breadth of of what people want to see changed in this fighting game. Look at this votes abstained. 2,251 abstained. That's, I mean, that's like almost 23% of the total votes unaccounted for. So there's, that says to me that a lot of people, a majority of the votes, in fact, if if I counted votes abstained as an actual issue, it would be number one by a long shot, by a long shot would votes at the people who just think it's fine, which I don't know. It's interesting. I I think it's cool that people like to play, to play this game and will show up for it and say, no, I I like how this plays. I see there's a lot of, a lot of Kuma players might've taken this now now that I think about it, but interesting. Interesting. What that says about the people who play or the people who engaged with this thread. All right, now the final poll before we kind of close up here. Miscellaneous. This was just kind of across the board, things that didn't fit into other categories. Number one. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, uh, the majority of the votes for this poll were taken from early to mid-April. So in that time, I mean, we're talking... At this point, this is after December. People were like, all right, Kage. 
Kage in the living room. I love him. And we haven't had any character announcements. And trust me, the, the sub will fucking let you know about that. And I will. I have shared my opinion on that. You guys know how I feel on on people who are adamant about the devs releasing more information. I get it. But in that time, Andy Wong uh, left Capcom. He was like social media manager. He's out. He left for Marvel. Bless him. Uh, but there was kind of no one to fill that position uh, until recently. Uh, Mama Dow uh, was just open about, yeah, I'm, uh, she's running the, the Capcom Fighters account, and she's kind of out there. She, she's sharing a lot of stuff that is like like local-based. Like it's, it's, It feels like lifeblood is, has been pumped through that Twitter account. Now, that, this is like fairly recently. This was not back when peop, the majority of the votes were accounted for in early April to mid-April. So I just want to throw that out there, not throwing anybody under the bus, just saying that was when that's the time. So if people are like, Carolyn sucks at her job. Like, no, like, it's not what this says. But if you, but at the same time, if you think she's doing a bad job, let her know about it. You know, you know how to find her. She's on that Twitter. Baby, hit her up. Uh, let her know what you think about Sakura, especially if it's a bad opinion. Trust me, she that'll be well received and you won't get blocked for show. Uh, but that's number one. Uh, and that's 87.6% of the votes of the weighted total went to people wanting communication. They want freak. People want to be told what's going on. That is incredibly apparent and goddamn children out there. Fuck. Number two frame data list in the game. So it's on CFN. They've got a version of frame data given, you know, be it accurate or not, they have it. It exists. Put that in the game. People want to see that in the game. Uh, and number three, character-specific intros. I was actually thinking about this one for a while uh, because 58% of people said they want this. And the thing that got me about character intros in modern fighting games because I'm not even just thinking about Street Fighter V at this point. Like, think about all, or almost all, 3D fighting games, right? They have, and they play out very specific character intros that have no bearing on who their opponent is, has no, like, doesn't even have their opponent in the shot 100% of the time. 100% of the time. Just about. They just, they don't show, there's no interaction between the two characters. It's, there's nothing. It's very sterile. And over time, I think that wears on people, you know, I don't think this is something that people recognize up front because they see the nice intro play out and they go, Oh, this is a pretty cutscene that you've, you've created for us. I'm going to skip it because I can just press start, but fact remains like they they've made this beautiful cutscene for you to enjoy but it is is it's completely void of any setup for the fight you know it it's completely separate from two characters who want to go at it so we're talking about you know how like Ryu and Ken would do the fist bump you know preset but 2D fighting games actually had an advantage here because 
when you look at old 2D sprite-based fighting games, there wasn't like cutscenes for these characters when they showed up on screen. They were just, the game loaded and they were on the screen. That's just how they were loaded and they did a fancy taunt or maybe they like flew into the screen from the side or the whole thing. Whatever, whatever it may be, however they got on screen, they were just there and they were doing their taunt at their opponent. So it's like, okay, they're doing it at each other. Even if it wasn't necessarily they would be interacting with each other, it was just that's, that's how it appeared. You could visually see them on the screen at the same time, two actors acting at the same. It's like, because the way that it is now, if you're familiar with like the latest seasons of Arrested Development, those those actors knew and the writers knew that they weren't going to be in the same room ever again, or at least with the number of projects those people had going on. So a lot of that show is shot without just like solo with like one character on screen at a time. There's no character interact. You don't see the reaction from the other character. And that is kind of what modern 3D fighters have, have turned into. Even like 2D like. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters does this. It's just this: the character intro is the character intro, and like Cell will will do his yell. Who is he yelling at? You don't know. It doesn't matter. The person's not reacting to that. They're not reeling back and going, "Ah, he did a big, he did a big scream. Ah, he did big boy scream. He he's perfect." Uh, no, there's nothing like that. It's it's just in this vacuum, uh, which you know you lose that that character to it, that, that little uh, reaction you lose. But, you know, you get like Hugo and Alex interacting with each other, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant style. You, you, you miss out on that. Um, but I will say, if you remember from the, the previous uh, uh, part of the poll of, hey, in this, in this fighting game, there, there's a, there's a, tor- there's a, there's like a, that, that tournament mode, right? That uh, that team battle, you know, in team battle, both characters are on the screen and they taunt each other, and then it says fight. And when you see that play out live, it's one of those things that you might not you might not notice. You might not notice it it happen, but your brain does. Your brain's like, oh, oh, this is like a different thing. They're like doing a taunt, and now they're gonna fight. Okay, team battle has that. Uh, I don't know. But to me, there, there's a part of that that would be be nice. But I don't know if they would implement that in in this game. But maybe that's something to think of in the future when when hard coding character intros into your game. Cut out this 3D fancy cutscene bullshit. Just show me show me the characters. Show me an interaction. Show me a a reaction. Bring me into it. Make me care. Uh, okay, that was number three. So down to number four. CPT information available in-game. Uh, yeah, obviously. You run a tour and you make money off of that tour. Tell us about it. I shouldn't have to look at 8th King Offsuit for the schedule of the next event, the next big event. What if it was just in the fighting game? Now, I get it. Updates are might be tough to do, might be hard to to code in at this stage in the game, but I mean they do announcements. They let you know when the the Capcom Cup is happening. Why not other tournaments? Uh, all right, down the list. Replay viewer on mobile. Uh, a lot of people asked for this one, and I get it. There's a lot of times where I'm like where well, not me, but there are people on the sub who are like, "Hey, watch my uh watch my matches." And 
I'm just like, might be like taking a lunch. If I was like on a lunch break and was like, you know what? I want to, I want to see what this person does. I can't do that because I can't load up the game and I can't search their name and I can't watch their matches, even though a lot of that information is still stored on CFN. I mean, that's where they keep the frame data. Why not keep the video of the fighting game? That might be hard to, that that might be like a server issue of like, well, now you have video because, yeah, because honestly at that point you have to like load up an emulator. So I don't know how playback is, is done, but like, I know that it's like reading inputs, but anyway, again, I am not a game developer. Full disclosure. I do not know how hard or easy these things are implemented. I am just a messenger. Please don't yell at me on the internet. Um, all right, down the list, more character costumes, more character costumes. That's Hey, 28.9% of the people said that's something that matters. Give us more costumes, make new costumes every fucking week. Give me princess Zangief. Give me a dress for everybody. Give me a suit for everybody. Put Zangief in a suit to tighten that man up, but then take the sleeves off. Give, give my boy Zangief a cutoff tuxedo. That's what I was saying. Rip those arms off. Want to see that? Or Zangief? I don't know. Just every character in a, a Chun Li in a, a business suit, a pencil thin. You kidding? Well, nah, not the way she does a neutral jump hard kick. That'd be impossible. But you know what I'm saying. All right. More costumes, please. More Chuns. More Chun Li costumes, please. Down the list. Dojo information in the game. I actually find it really difficult to do anything dojo related because it's, it's you got to load up a cfn you got to sign in you got the whole thing yeah i get it i just see dojo stuff in the game let me change my dojo in the game I have to change it online on a website be represented in a video game Goddamn. down the list better advertising and content creation from sfl events uh so this is this is in reference to the street fighter league uh, there was one in Japan. There's one ongoing in the U.S. right now. Uh, heading into week... I always fuck this up. Uh, because they started week zero as week one. Uh, are we going into week six or week five? Doesn't matter. We're in the thick of it. Uh, it's been entertaining to watch. It is because they've because they've done like characterizations of these players, and it's it's fun to watch the the interactions between the, the players instead of like the the very uh, clean, the very well cut CPT events, you know. And the only thing that is talked about of the players is like whatever notes the the commentators brought to the floor, and a lot of the times it's like a lot of people don't do their homework. I don't blame them because there's a lot of fucking people out there who play this fighting game. Uh, but you know that it's, it's nice to see some different characterizations of, of people who I think are, are some of the strongest in the country and yeah, it's cool, but more advertising, let the people know where that is, where they can find it. And again, we'll reiterate this poll was taken in early April. So has advertising gotten better? I don't know. That That is for another one of these polls to tell. And then below that was write-ins and other. And write-ins here were a huge smattering across the board. So there was, there was just a lot of random... People tended to rant here. If people had some pretty stank opinions, it, they were put here. So that's that's where... 
you got a lot of your your bullshit ended up being here in the right in section. And some of it good. Some of it was was interesting to read, but um, otherwise represented in in that one, which made up for. 9.5 of the total people decided to write something in, which, you know, people had something to say. It would have been nice if you had something to say when we were collecting the data months ago, before this poll was made, but, you know, not everybody can always have their, their thumb on the pulse of what's happening on, on Street Fighter. Unless you listen to this podcast. Maybe you would. But that's just, like, my opinion. Uh, and then here at the bottom, abstained votes. Again, a lot of abstain. A lot of abstained votes. Uh, 2,293 people were like, nah, I'm good. So, it's interesting. Alright, folks, if you have an opinion on any of this, hop into this thread. Let the people know how you feel. Do you agree with people's opinion? Do you disagree? Should we run another one of these in the near future? I mean, we will, eventually. Uh, probably schedule it for, like, six months from now. Uh, probably expect one before expect one before Capcom Cup let I'm not going to hold myself to that but that might be what we shoot for it depends on what information is out there in terms of Street Fighter 5 depends on I can't read the future I don't know I don't know what's going to be announced E3 is coming up so who knows what information is going to be out there who knows who's to say but usually we do these every 6 months for people to get in their complaints their new grievances so if you have a new complaint i mean make it here i might include it and in i'll probably roll over these complaints to the next uh, the next thread but if you think that i've said if i've misspoken if i had a bad opinion about what ggpo is and it's actually the godlike savior of internet fighting games then please let me know uh, uh i am open to learning new things clearly I, I would love to learn more about for my dumb dumb brain could only understand so much so if i have misspoken please correct me uh but other than that that's a show uh not a typical show for us on rsf radio it has turned into oh fuck we've been talking for an hour and 15 minutes oh fuck what am i doing i'm sorry folks of just straight Joe for for an hour, God, you because usually there's a guest to bounce ideas off of and and talk about what's coming up with whatever they have going. The the Utah episode was really good. Listen to that one. Uh, a whole lot of really good episodes out there. Uh, if you are a first time listener, so go back and just go back in history, just slowly one by one. Don't go all the way to the start because. It'll be another one of these. Ep- may actually maybe go back to the start and listen to that first episode, which is a podcast version of effectively this same thing, but fucking like two years ago almost. <sighs> Let me just let out a long, exasperated sigh of just me being fucking tired. Okay, all right, folks, that's a show. We'll be back next week with with a new guest to talk about who knows what. Uh, but that is for next week. Every Thursday is where you catch this podcast, RSF Radio. Again, write in, t- have your opinions on in the threads link below because the the polls will be linked below. So so hop in there, chat it out with people, let the people know what you think. Uh, I guess rate and review. I'm supposed to say that, especially because this one will probably get good listener. I, I would be remiss if I didn't say it. 
So hop on whatever podcast app of choice and do that. Be honest, please. Uh, I I want no fakers in there. Uh, other than that, catch the weekly tournaments on Mondays and Fridays. That's East Coast on Mondays, West Coast on Fridays, which have been been pretty good the last couple weeks. The competition is really fierce. It those things I say this more, every week, and I mean it more and more. Is that man? Those tournaments are difficult to win. So difficult. If you win one of the RSF online local weeklies, that's some skill. Because that means you've taken out at least, like, I was looking last week, killers in round two. I was looking round two being like, wait a minute, why isn't this a top eight matchup? And then I went down almost every round two being like, oh, 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 fuck, oh, fuck. And that was like, in the field was still like 70 players still <laughs> up in Winterside. So I was like, shit, dude, what are we even doing? Uh, but Shouts to the community that's still grinding out there, playing this game, or being dedicated to Street Fighter and furthering the growth of the community. That If you are out there helping other people learn and or helping people enjoy fighting games, like hats off to you. Or helping bring people into fighting games, that's just a beautiful thing. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And gosh darn it, I appreciate you. But that's your show, folks. We'll be back every Thursday for another edition of RSF Radio. But until next time, take care.